today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. The proposed legislation would allow the governing progressive conservatives to restore changes to election finance law. MPPs will be recalled from their summer break to allow the bill to be introduced. The notwithstanding clause gives provincial legislatures or parliament the ability to override certain portions of the charter for a five-year term on Tuesday. Ontario Superior Court Justice Edward Morgan ruled that it was unnecessary to amend the Election Finances Act to extend the restricted pre-election spending period to 12 months. Blake Lambert, the Canadian Press, Toronto. There you go. What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> a lot of people, especially the opposition, uh, of course, hair on fire because the Ford government is uh, going to invoke the notwithstanding clause uh, on these election laws. What does it mean? Uh, what was it before all of this? Let's bring in uh, Jay Goldberg, interim Ontario director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation and is with us now. Jay, thanks for the time. Hope you're well. Great to be here. So what seems to be at odds here? What does, what does one government want? What does the opposition want here? Uh, explain what's happening to us. Sure. So the Ford government passed new legislation uh, in February that extended the period of time that third-party advertisers uh, were not allowed to spend on advertising during the election campaign period. So essentially, the old legislation that was introduced under the Wynn government limited the amount of money third-party groups could spend uh, for the six months prior to an election. The Ford government has extended that to 12 months uh, with a spending limit of just $637,000. So third-party groups are being restricted from the amount of money they can spend uh, in the pre-election campaign. Uh, Doug Ford expanded the period of time from six months to 12 months, and the judge on Tuesday uh, ruled that the government didn't have any uh, legitimate rationale for doubling the uh, restriction period uh, and therefore struck down the law as a violation of freedom of expression rights. So this is about only spending a certain amount of money, This, in this case $600,000, either six months before the election or 12 months before the election. That's right. So under the Wynn government legislation, uh, third parties were allowed to spend $600,000 in the six months prior to an election. Under Ford's legislation, they're only allowed to spend $637,000 in the 12 months before an election. And the reason I think it's significant and the reason that the Ford government is going back uh, to pass this legislation is that over the last several elections in Ontario, uh, powerful unions have spent millions of dollars on advertising. Uh, much of it negative toward the Progressive Conservative Party. And so by having a 12-month limitation period instead of six months, this gives the Progressive Conservatives an extra six months uh, to significantly reduce the amount of union advertising in this province. So uh, this is to stop or, or reduce outside influence, uh, specifically advertising, in the election campaign. Accurate? Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, but it, it is concerning. Uh, the Ford government obviously has the unions uh, at the forefront of their thinking, but it also represents a serious risk to uh, Ontarians around the province. Um, by placing such a severe spending limit uh, on third-party groups, this affects not just unions, but anyone who wants to add to the political conversation during an election uh, that's not a member of a political party. And so essentially what this legislation is doing is really only permitting 
major political parties to have their voices heard during election campaigns. But third parties, whether it be unions or business groups or anyone else, uh, are severely restricted in the things that they can contribute to the public discourse during an election campaign. Uh, so why did Wynne change this during her term? So essentially, Wynne uh, introduced uh, election reform legislation in 2017. Ontario didn't have restrictions uh, or severe restrictions on third parties. And so actually, Wynne introduced this legislation um, that may very well have not been beneficial for her because uh, in many cases, the unions would advertise uh, more favorably to the Liberals than the Progressive Conservatives. Uh, but the Wynne government decided to introduce this legislation because um, most other provinces and the federal government have similar limitations. Uh, and I understand that the federal limitations are actually lower than the provincial uh, regulations now. Like this exceeds the federal campaign uh, guidelines. Is that accurate? Yes, that's right. Um, but the federal uh, campaign guidelines don't apply for a 12-month period. And so what the judge said is that, um, you know, around the country, legislation has been approved as consistent with the charter um, for limiting third-party spending for the six months prior to an election. But Doug Ford's move to extend that to 12 months is unprecedented. No government in Canada has tried to lengthen the period from six to 12 months. And so essentially, that's what the judge took issue with, um, restricting the freedom of expression rights of not just unions, but all kinds of third-party groups uh, and private citizens to weigh in on the political issues that they feel are important to them. So this is roughly the same amount of money, but it being spread over 12 months as opposed to six. Yeah, that's right. So under the wind government's legislation, and it was six months, and so that's an average of $100,000 a month that third-party groups could spend. Um, four has extended the period to 12 months, but only increased the amount to $637,000. Right. So really, third parties are only able to spend about $53,000 a month under the new legislation. So why would Wynne have introduced this in the first place? Wasn't this to stop money from buying the, the election? I mean, you know, uh, parties are only allowed to spend so much, but if they can get other organizations to spend it for them, I mean, isn't that, you know, who has, whoever has the most organized money wins? I Wasn't that the whole reason Wynne put this in place, to stop uh, the sort of thing? So, so one could certainly speculate that. Um, well, why else would they have done it? Well, looking back, uh, I think uh, the Wynn government did have some trouble with unions in their last few years in office, particularly the teachers' unions were not very happy. Uh, obviously, union advertising tends to uh, focus on the progressive conservatives more uh, and has historically been more damaging to them, I think you could say. Um, but certainly, I think the Liberals uh, in 2017, which was just the year before they left office, uh, you know, we're facing a lot of challenges. And so I think that uh, they simply wanted to also restrict uh, the debate to really only political parties. Um, but one other thing I should note is that in the pre six months prior to the six-month limitation period in the 2018 election, so from the 12 months before the election to the six months before the election, third-party groups, including unions, spent $5 million on advertising. So clearly, third-party groups had a major role to play in Ontario in our debate, and that's something the Ford government is trying to block this time around. 
Uh, are you concerned this is going to turn into the Wild West like the United States, where we see all these different organizations which really just support the political party th- that they're working or, or that they're or promoting, uh, but just under the their umbrella in some other uh, arm's length organization? Uh, does Is that what we're looking for? I think that's what Wynn was trying to stop, wasn't it? Uh, yes, and I think that's what the Ford government is saying as well. Um, but I think we have to take a nuanced perspective um, because on the one hand, you do want to find a way to prevent a situation like in the United States where tens of millions of dollars is being spent by these third-party groups. On the other hand, uh, you want to make sure that the limits that are in place are not so severe that third-party groups that simply have uh, a different uh, issue or a different view that they want to contribute to the political conversation, that they're able to still do that. And so um, what the judge said is that the old legislation with the six-month restriction was reasonable. It did that. Um, it, it clamped down on big money in politics while still allowing for smaller groups to have their voices heard during the election. Uh, And they're concerned that this new legislation uh, with the low money uh, limit and a 12-month extension period really will leave only political parties able to have a voice during elections. Uh, Is big money from companies any different than big money from unions? Uh, I don't don't think it should be considered uh, different. Obviously, big money in politics uh, is a concern, whether it's union money or corporate money. Um, but the the rules that have been in place since at least 2017 really do guard against the possibility of really big money spending uh, during elections. Again, I think the concern that the Ford government has is that third party groups, um, particularly in Ontario, when there aren't any restrictions in place, do spend a lot of money on negative attack ads. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. So does this situation, which party does this situation favor? Uh, well, obviously, uh, it would depend uh, what what third parties are looking to spend money. But historically, uh, millions and millions of dollars has been spent on attack ads from unions against the progressive conservatives. So by extending the period... Uh, where these union groups can't spend a lot of money from six months to 12 months, that essentially allows the Ford government over the next six months to not have all kinds of union anti-progressive conservative advertising that would have otherwise happened without this 12-month period. And I think that's why you're seeing, because we're almost exactly 12 months from the next election right now, that's why you're seeing the Ford government moving to impose the notwithstanding clause Uh, instead of appealing to a higher court or adjusting the legislation because they want those limits in place and they want them in place now. Uh, Where does this go from here? Well, uh, the notwithstanding clause really allows governments to um, invoke the notwithstanding clause, Section 33, on a whole variety of issues, and there's really no way that citizens can override that. So as long as the government is using Section 33 in a legitimate way uh, and the government is permitted to do so on an issue uh, like this, uh, there's there's really no way of uh, appealing against it, especially with the majority government. So essentially the Ford government later today will pass the legislation and they're going to say, we're invoking the notwithstanding clause. We understand that the courts have said that this is violating freedom of expression, but we believe that you know this legislation should be on the books. And so essentially that will give the legislation a period of five years 
where it can be in place and enforced in Ontario, even though it violates the the Charter. Uh, Will the Conservatives pay the political price for this? Well, that remains to be seen. I think that there are probably many out there who are happy to see um, third parties restricted in some sense uh, of being able to participate. They're tired of the attack, as we've seen election after election. Um, But the concern is that uh, Section 33, the notwithstanding clause, has rarely been used in Canadian history, just a handful of times. And I think a lot of people are really concerned when they hear uh, that the government is making a move to override the charter, which is essentially what the Ford government is doing. And so I think that uh, while many people... So they'll just, they'll, just hear, they'll just hear charter overruled and, and not obviously delve into the issue. That's exactly right. So I think a lot of people will just hear uh, the fact that uh, the Ford government is overriding the charter, which an Ontario government hasn't done before. Uh, and I think that's going to be the story. Uh, here's a question from a listener. Why even have third-party interference? Let the parties duke it out themselves. There is something called a record to run on. So why is this even allowed, period? Well, I think the, the main reason is that uh, political parties don't necessarily talk about every issue that's important to citizens. And so the reason you have third parties allowed to participate uh, in the deliberation process is try to allow them to promote issues and talk about concerns that citizens might have that they feel aren't being forwarded by political parties. In Ontario right now, for example, we've got a huge deficit. We've got uh, the, the Conservative Party that's in government not planning to balance the budget for 10 years. And so there may not be, for example, a lot of conversation about a need for fiscal responsibility in the next election. So you could have third-party groups or even individuals Uh, who are looking to have a debate about how do we get our finances in order. Uh, And if they don't feel that the political parties are talking about these issues, uh, third-party input is a way for those to get part of the election conversation. But are they not being represented by the political party that they're supporting? And is that political party not responsible for getting their message out? I mean, again, it seems like whoever's got the most friends with the most money... uh, uh, and is most angry at the government of the day wins. And again, that's what we have in the United States. So why I can understand people need their their uh, positions to be heard, but but before we had media, that was all happening as well. I mean, you know, people have their voice. Uh, we have three parties or however many parties, four parties running for or will for an election. Uh, is it not up to them to prevent to present their platform as opposed to everyone else? I mean, well, we have that certain- say on vote. We have the say on voting day. Certainly we do. But I think there are issues that political parties may not talk about that people uh, still want to push. And I think that. Uh, it's but that's not really true. what's happening here. It's it's not a case of getting the debate on the table. It's a case of supporting a political party and adding more to the message. You're talking about it's great for the, and I agree with this 100%. You're talking about it's good because it gets all of the issues onto the table. But this isn't about this, about that. This is about taking, you know, the same issue. Take a teacher's unions, for example. We all know what the what their points are, what their issues are, and just using and having another megaphone to do it. So is it really introducing any new ideas or just ramming home whatever your agenda of the day is? Well, I think you're right, and I think that's why we have legislation that kind of strikes a balance where, uh, as I said, the election, uh, the legislation that was in place uh, under the Wynn government 
did actually limit the six-month period before the election that third-party groups, they could participate, but they could only spend $600,000. And compared to the millions of dollars that political parties are spending, uh, political parties would be able to dominate the conversation during the election period. The real concern was before 2017, Ontario didn't have any restrictions on third parties. And then so that's when you saw millions and millions of dollars during the election period spent by third-party groups, mostly unions, against the progressive conservatives. But what what you have now is we do have a cap in place, um, and I think it's important just to recognize that we no longer have the Wild West here in Ontario. There are clear limits in place. Uh, and that's something that, uh, you know, is going to help our election discourse going forward. So you think the way it is is neutral? Because many are saying, and as you've just said, that, you know, if, if their unions are restricted in how much they can advertise, that 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 favors the, the conservatives. But if it's left the way that it is, that favors the liberals. Well, the way that it is, um, it's still the case that... Uh, Third-party groups are restricted to spending only $600,000 in the six months before an election. Uh, So third-party groups are still restricted right now. What the Ford government is trying to do is just lengthen the restriction period from six months to 12 months. That's really the only difference here. How big of an issue is this? Does this resonate with uh, Ontarians? Well, I think what will resonate with Ontarians uh, is the idea that the Ford government is invoking the notwithstanding clause. I think that, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. you know, um, a lot of people are going to be concerned. This could have been appealed to a higher court. Uh, this could have they could have changed the legislation slightly while still trying to keep most of it in place. Um, but by invoking the notwithstanding clause just two days after the court ruling, I think a lot of people are going to be remembering that. Yeah, as opposed to, yeah, I can totally see what you're saying. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, does this change the outcome? Uh, does this change the election campaign? W- w- will How will the election campaign look different? So I think what's going to look different is that um, in the last election campaign, there were no restrictions on third-party spending until six months before the election. Now with the Ford government passing this legislation using the notwithstanding clause, there's going to be significant restrictions on third parties for the 12 months before the election. So what you're going to see is for the uh, going from the 12 month mark to the six month mark, you're going to see way less spending than we saw last time. And so that's going to be the difference. The difference won't be the six months before the election. The difference is going to be the 12 months to the six month mark. And we actually just uh, came inside of the 12 month mark a week ago it's just mm, yeah, uh, it, that, it's, yeah. it's 51 weeks until the next election. So that's why if this legislation is passed, that's immediately going to restrict the ability of unions and third party groups to spend money from now all the way until Election Day. Jay Goldberg with us, interim Ontario director of the Canadian Taxpayers Fed, uh, Federation, uh, the, uh, the premier invoking the notwithstanding clause on the federal finance law. Jay, thanks for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Be well. You as well. Great to be here. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.